I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Blame it on my juice, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. A barn burner at the bridge and a great win for Bournemouth. It's Monday, 13th of November. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Luke Moore. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Madhushan Antaraja. Monday again, everybody. But fear not, we're with you. And we've got a great show. Thanks to the Premier League and all its juicy action. Um, Jim Campbell, I don't want to get any of the pleasantries done. I want to go straight in with your highlight of the weekend. There was lots to choose from, should damn you. Be, before he does it, should we just all take a moment to thank the Premier League for what it's done for us this <laughs> no, weekend? No, no. What a send-off before we go into the international break. The glory of the international break. Exactly. It's it's beginning to, to compete with that international just break, with this what, kind of stuff. Waved off at the dock in wonderful style. <laughs> yeah. it, feels, it feels a little bit like with the international break coming up, it feels like we're going to the worst parents' house, aren't we? Um, Big time. Yeah. Enough. Jim, your Smart highlight of the out. weekend. <laughs> My highlight of the weekend. Come on. Uh, I went to the game at the Emirates. Um, Aaron Ramsey, young Aaron Ramsey, came on for Burnley. As that was announced, there was a little quiet moment of confusion. Fusion. While everyone realised. <laughs> and then very quickly, a chant of, you're just a shit Aaron Ramsey. <laughs> very childish. Support Not as a... clever as it thinks it is. And I enjoyed it a lot. Supportive mm. of a young guy just trying to find his way in the yeah, world absolutely yeah. very highly rated I, I wish him all the best Oi, it's university of life down at the Emirates oh, well, absolutely. he's got to learn absolutely he's got to learn exactly when, are they, when is the naming rights up Jim <laughs> good question by the way. Well, for Aaron Ramsey no 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 anyone <laughs> could just name himself I right? think so yeah <laughs> yeah 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 they keep you making Aaron Ramsey's now don't they yeah. they do yeah. just give me a team full of Aaron Ramsey's yeah they number one that. is Aaron Ramsey well, you could have had Aaron Ramsdale true could have it's not the same name though is it no, and he's different. not I'm number one though is he famously yeah he is, but you know, yeah. only only by shirt. I think every time he goes into an office where it's just him and Mikel Arteta, he is. I see. And everywhere else in the world, he's not. That's a shame, isn't it? I know, yeah. But there we are. It was a win for Arsenal, nonetheless. Vidushin, uh, your highlight of the weekend. My highlight of the weekend comes from Norway, where oh. Lynn 1896 FK missed out on promotion into the second tier yeah. of Norwegian football. By a single goal. They did. Having won their last game of the season 10 1. Yeah. What, they needed to win by 10 clear goals? They did, yeah, mm-hmm. against Fram That's Lodge. dodgy, isn't it? I'm just saying, if this was Plateau United feeders <laughs> <laughs> or Police Machine FC, questions will be asked. Yeah. Mm. So, so yeah. what was the. Hang on, Jim. They, they did score about a fifth of the goals, though, that Police Machine scored. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah. Yeah. They, but you are right, you though. You learn, don't you? You learn, you learn from the mistakes of others. Indeed. Is there any suspicion that this is a little bit. I didn't, why, see, I, why? I didn't see any, no. I mean, they no. said it couldn't be done, and it wasn't done. <laughs> well, well, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. So Which is, who were they playing? They were playing um, Fram Lavik. That does sound like an individual, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Which makes it a lot like, less impressive. Like Keith in Scotland. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely, yeah. Amazing that Big Fram managed to get on the score sheet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine we went 1-0 up. Yeah. Well, what I'm a, knackered, I'm knackered. <laughs> it, wouldn't be from, it couldn't be from a corner. Well, I was about to say, what a goal it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's either an absolute hoover. I haven't done seen it, but it must have been. Yeah, it wasn't, though, we should say. I think they scored after about two or three nil down. So it wasn't like they were 10-0 up and they were dancing and they just didn't, <laughs> yeah. which would have been superb. Yeah. 
Um, mm. We should also say that Eggerson, who ended up going up, this is the first time in their history they've been into the second tier. So, you know, all glory to them. All glory but, to them. But this team, um, the, the team who scored 10, they go into the playoffs, don't they? Yeah. There's yeah. still a chance. And with sc- goal scoring like that, you'd fancy them. They might use all their goals. You'd fancy them. <laughs> uh, look more. Um, I'm going to take you to Stamford Bridge, which I'm sure we're going to talk about in more detail. Oh, yes. Uh, but I'd like to just point out the highlight of the weekend for me was after um, Raheem Sterling scored yes. for Chelsea, Nico Jackson tried to force him to celebrate in front of the City fans. <laughs> yes, I love that. And he didn't want to. No. It was great. It was great. He's I... like, I've just scored that trick. Go yeah. on, do what I do. It's great. <laughs> I do, I mean, do we need to cover the game now? You've sort of summed That's it the main bit. Yeah. That is the main bit. That is the main yeah. bit. Quickly, if I may have a highlight before we go to that great game. I'm worried this is going to be a bit of an anticlimax. <laughs> <laughs> what is so anticlimatical about a goal? Oh, you tell me. Yeah. It was Raul Jimenez's goal. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Touted him for England, the WhatsApp group. <laughs> got one in 14. Don't even want him. Even if we could have him, which we can't, we don't want him. That's not... He's got over 100 caps, I think, for Mexico. Are you one intrigued? of the reasons why we can't have him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was lovely for him to stop the rock. He's got 100 caps for Mexico. will be the opening line in the turn down of the appeal yeah. of why he can't play for England. Um, uh, uh, yeah, it was just lovely to see him scoring again. Cause it's been yeah. a while. Yeah, We can all agree. I think we yeah. can agree with that can't we Vish even a hard hearted bastard like you exactly let's go to the bridge then Uh, Chelsea 4 Manchester City 4 it's the second time in as many games that Chelsea have scored four goals in the Premier League they were playing against 11 though this time and it shows you what you can do against them if you do keep everybody on the pitch Um, but the two players at the centre of it all for Chelsea were Raheem Sterling and Cole Palmer who came back to haunt uh, Manchester it was a great game though Vish what you immediately could you um, just throw some thoughts in the air about this one um, lovely and chaotic. Uh, what, some Chelsea fans have made the point that they end up playing like their opponents, and at times it mm. did seem like that yesterday. Yeah. Like they're kind of Kirby-like; they kind of suck people in and spit them out, and which would also explain some of the more rubbish results they've had yes. this season. But I, I had so much fun. Yeah. I was annoyed at the referee for different reasons this time for blowing the half-time and then full-time whistle. <laughs> yeah, just keep it going. We were as annoyed yeah. as Poch was. Cucurella was fuming as well. Yeah, I mean, the pod thing was brilliant, wasn't it? And he quickly apologised after it. But like, obviously, because Cucurella was um, on the break, or well, Chelsea probably were on the break. But I felt like he was all of us. Like, what are you doing? Well, I think, yeah, I think he what was annoyed as well at the Extra tackle. Extra time. Yeah. Hands if you need them. I think he was annoyed at uh, Sterling being whacked in the in, in the moments to go when he's coming forward. He sort of said that as well. But with regards to blowing the full-time whistle, referee... Is that the referee's discretion? Only a penalty can add a, a time on at the end. So, right, just to remind you all of that rule. But I think he was annoyed. Yeah, <laughs> I think he was annoyed though that when Sterling was just wiped out and then Man City yeah. sort of transitioned, didn't they? Um, but it was a great game, Jim. You can't deny it. It's just banger after banger from Chelsea. Yeah, at the moment, isn't I was about it? to say if they carry on like this, they're going to start to become a genuinely popular club. Yeah, mm. it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Although I think there's a sense that they might be a sort of um, a bit of a useful idiot in terms of where the. <laughs> Where the title ends up going because they yeah, really, yeah, really raise on. it against the against the top six. <laughs> um, so who knows? I mean, the, the the way they play, they might just drop a complete testy in the next game. <laughs> you just you don't know. A but complete testy, a, a full testy, right, one okay. full testy at least. Blimey! But um, they they were just scintillating to watch. The oh, whole right. game was great, wasn't it? And I, I mean, I'm not sure the last time City conceded four or if they've ever conceded four under Pep Guardiola. That that's one of the things that's sort of gone on the ra- under the radar. Well, Liverpool is how mad it was, right? Of course. Um, but it, but it's a, it's, a, it's a huge huge rarity. Mm. Isn't it's it? gone under the radar quite a bit because it's not true. Yeah, that, that'd be why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, people so don't pick up the radar. Couldn't pick it up. Exactly. That's how clever a stat it 
it is. It's very <laughs> clever. Um, indeed, yeah. Pop, pop, uh, potra. That was a sort of a mix of pep and potch, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. pop. That's exactly what the game was, really. Pep and... emotional a combination of those two. Pep oh. and potch. There's got to be some sort of animation there. Crime fighting duo. Yeah, maybe. Crap at it. Two well, heads. Well, <laughs> get bogged down a detail, never leave the office. Uh, well, um, one's weird cop, one's weirder cop. Um, uh, that's a bit harsh on Potch, although lemons. Yeah. Well, he was angry, of course. Imagine him explaining the lemons to Pep. Yeah. Be there for hours. Oh, my it. goodness. Pep would be fully <laughs> erect the whole time. He'd look at the bowl and be like, have you thought about placing yeah. two here, three here, yeah. and then four just spread across the front? Don't touch my lemons. That's not what it's about. That's <laughs> not what it's about. You're not allowed to touch my lemons. Yeah, now I need to get new lemons. <laughs> yeah. Well, Potch didn't shake Pep's hand as a result of him having a go at Anthony Taylor at the end of the game. And when uh, Pep was asked about this, he said, no, it's not a problem. I don't want to talk one word about that. It's fine. I don't want you to misunderstand me. It's completely, completely fine. So that's that. Yeah. Great. That's someone who understands football discourse in this country, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, Sounds like someone them. whose partner has decided to leave them. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah. It's completely, completely <laughs> fine. Not another word. Yeah. I want the photo of the locksmith. <laughs> Which reminds me of the greatest ever comedy line in uh, Police Story with um, Leslie Police Nielsen. Police, no, it's not. It's Police Squad. Sorry. Yeah. Police oh. Squad. Leslie Nielsen. Done a Keystone Cops there. <laughs> Who are you and how'd you get in here? Yeah. I'm a locksmith and I'm a locksmith. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but back to the football, though, everybody. Uh, uh, we have to start somewhere. And uh, why not with um, with, uh, with with young Palmer, um, who, who, who's at the, the centre of attention of a lot of it, scored a lovely penalty, of course. And talking of celebration, we talked about Sterling's there, but Jim, what about that one he did? Clearly, yeah. from where, where I was sitting, I'm sure a lot of people thought it was kind of just like, well, you let me go. Yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. Is, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty good. What yeah. do you expect me to do? It's yeah. essentially what it said, wasn't it? What, do you, what did you expect? Exactly, yeah. And he nearly scored the goal of the game mm. when he danced through. Beautiful feet, Fish. Yeah. That was, you know, um, a lot of times when younger players... That was um, like a young Vitushin Hantharaja, if I may. Well, that was fair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, that's situation you get sometimes at clubs where they promote a, a kid to train with the first team mm. and one of the nuggets that always comes about is like, oh yeah well, like he got the ball and then dribbled past everyone and we were yeah. all in shock and then he goes and does it in a game yeah, yeah, yeah. he does these training like a in a game yeah, yeah. yeah these are crap it, it was, was just a little stumble at the end. I know. And, and, but actually, Not his fault, because considering he, he kept his balance Yeah, well. and, and actually, if you look at Edison, he plays that to a T. Yeah. Like, it's such smart keeping, because he yeah. kind of shows him, and, and he, he has his hand out there for insurance in mm. case he goes the other side. So yeah. There was some outstanding saves during that game, yeah. which, which is crazy yeah, for Sanchez, a 4-4. I thought Sanchez had who's conceded four goals. That a brilliant game. Mm. He had yeah. a brilliant save down low to his left. To Harland as well. Yeah, to yeah. Harland, and, and Harland scored. Yeah, that, it, that was an amazing. That was one of the best passes to play the Premier League this season. Yeah. The ball through to Harland, his first touch yeah. right into space. He then absolutely rifles it on his left foot down to the to the bottom right. Mm. And how Sanchez saved that, I have no idea. With a big strong hand. It was yeah. an amazing save. Malagusto had a really good chance oh. as well for, for Chelsea. And you, you're thinking at at that point that it's you know, especially when when City get their fourth, it's like, oh, they've blown it here. They've had mm. some really good chances to to make this game. Um you know, one of the sort of real memorable games of the Premier League because I think if if City leave with all the points, it becomes a really really good contest. But one way you think yeah, oh, it's even. probably ultimately not going to have much yeah. of a bearing on the on, on what yeah, happens yeah, over yeah. the season because City are so relentless. But them going and getting that equaliser yeah. is what really cements nerveless this. as well. It was yeah. nerveless from the young man, wasn't yeah. it? It there, really there, was. There was just so much on display, wasn't there? All sorts of types of goals as well as, as Harland scored one with his nuts. I have never scored. <laughs> yeah. I have never scored with my balls before, so and, that's and, a milestone. And it got me thinking. That's that, what 
he said, by the way. And it got me thinking that well, you've definitely scored before, you your big your big cojones. Um, so we knew that wasn't you saying it. No. Um, it makes me think that, like, in in the, in terms of the, the human anatomy, you have got two feet, and people score their feet all the time. There's two of them. You've got <laughs> two hands. You can't score with two, your hands or your arms. That's ruled out. Mm. You've got two nuts and one head. You should use your bollocks more. People score loads of goals with their head. It should be more goals. There's 22 bollocks on display at all times. Not taking into account the the size, though, are you? Well, all right. Size is a part of it. Bum cheeks, A part of it. (laughs) I agree with that. Yeah. I do agree with that. More likely. I feel like, yeah, if, if, if Ronaldinho was playing, he would go, all right, yeah, yeah. Actually, Ronaldinho was brilliant at a, a, a fairly long range pass off the chest wasn't he if he had the space yeah, so yeah. Like maybe Haaland well. will start yeah. trying to score with weird body parts now I, I like the thing about Haaland is that he's amazing at everything obviously but he's also he's got a real old fashioned striker energy to him yeah. mm. and that goal he scored there with his nuts it was a really old-fashioned striker's mentality of, right, everything's going in the yeah, net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything yeah. is totally. going in the net. And, it, and everything ended up in the net, and it's, no one could stop it. it uh, whatever happens, at worst, the referee has to make a decision here. And I was almost close to quitting football. If they had called a handball for his elbow <laughs> on that, I'd have been like, well, what's the fucking point? Yeah, so you're not officially retired. No, I'm, I'm still <laughs> here, guys. <laughs> for that. Yeah. Thank goodness, yeah. That, See, that. that's a great point about Haaland, because for all you know, Man City's prettiness, I suppose, with their football, he's very unpretentious. Like He doesn't care how he looks as long as the ball's in the net. He's ruthless. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you see that uh, Palmer tried to scuff the penalty spot before Harlan took his spot key? Yeah. <laughs> I, I've always and then took one at the own, at that same penalty spot. Oh yeah. god, that would have been good, have it? That yeah. would have been quite funny. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Who's done? Oh, that was me. Mm-hmm. Why, why, did, why did play? I mean, why is this? Because because scuffing the penalty spot is something that seems to happen all the time now, and we all know about mm. it. Yeah. And the referees never seem to concentrate on it. Well, well that, they often have a lot to break up, don't they? It should because be a yellow card. People, people, it? people are kicking off, and maybe it's something for the line. No, you can get booked for that. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. You know, I was no, thinking, no. like, if if I was, you know, if I was the attacking team, we got a penalty, and someone was trying to scuff the spot, the way to avoid it would be, would be to sit on the penalty. Well, that's what yeah. some well, referees stand on it sometimes. Yeah, they fuck it up. Bad. But some some players do. I think ah, I forget who it was. It might have been in a Liverpool game when Liverpool got penalty. Right, whoever it was doesn't matter. And and they stood on the spot. The opposition player was trying to nudge him off to try and scuff yeah. the spot. You know, yeah. everybody protect the spot. Uh, was it a penalty though? There was a contentious one uh, on on Holland. Yeah, with with Cucurella. Well, I mean, I was talking to producer Rory about this. I, I think um, has he got the answer? He he he, he was saying it's a na- it's a nailed on penalty. There's no issue. I don't know what Carragher's talking about. I was kind of thinking that it's a case that Harland grabs Cucurella before the referee looks at it, as Carrie was saying, and then obviously Carrie kind of pulls Holland back because it's a mismatch physically. Mm-hmm. But actually, I don't know. I, th- I think it probably was. I think the action itself was a penalty. It depends on how you interpret what happened just before it. Um, but that could have easily been interpreted as like two, two people jostling for position, which mm-hmm. I think is probably fine. I think what happens a lot in football, actually, on this note, is that far too often the stronger player just gets punished. Yeah, I know and, what you mean. And there's a coming together... And what will happen is, more often than not, it'll be in the middle of the pitch, two players running for the ball, shoulder to shoulder, one goes down and they get a free kick. What they should be doing, in my view, is saying, look, as long as your elbow isn't above your shoulder, just crack on. Yeah. Just do whatever. Mm. They're, both, they're, all, they're both professional athletes. They should be strong. You know, one's going to be stronger than the other. Being stronger is, a, is an advantage, you, you know, to a large extent, you've earned. Mm. So there's no reason to punish it. On that particular instance, it was a physical mismatch. I don't really know why... Kukureya, who I think the jury's out on anyway, really as a as a player at that level, 
is being asked to match up with someone like Haaland. I think it's a weird one. It's clever from Haaland to get in that position, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I'm all, always surprised when players pull shirts in the box in particular because the, the advantage you gain from it, it's very to get that advantage, you essentially give the, the mm. opposing player an advantage, which is that they're being fouled. With VAR, you're never going to get away with it either. But, no. you've, but they've got, people have got away with that for decades. And, Not and, with VAR, though. No, but the old habits die hard. And I think yeah. a defender always likes, you know, Ferdinand said that, didn't he? And many others, you, know, you like to have a feel of the strike mm. and just know where he is. So you can watch the ball, but you know where the guy is. Yeah. And if he runs, you're naturally just going to hold him back. And, you know, these, these things can happen. But you're right. I, I, I don't like to see defenders holding strikers and whatnot and those kind of rugby tackles that we sometimes see. So it is good that VAR often points these out. That one... Be honest with you, I'm not sure. I'm glad no. I wasn't involved mm. in the decision making. More often than not, when a, when a defender is doing what you're describing, there's because they're on the wrong side, they're in a bad. Position. Well, well, there's that as well. Yeah. Well, and sometimes they're ball watching as well. Too, yeah. too too long, of course, mm. which is a temptation for us all, quite frankly, Luke. Yeah. Moore. Or yeah. you're up against the marauding Viking, and yeah. what, what, what the hell else are you? Like, you're yeah, just trying true. anything. There's to an stop element him. of that. There's an element <laughs> like you know, it's a little bit you know, churlish to be criticising people against a, a kind of physical specimen. Yeah. Like that, you know? um, talking of old things, what about Thiago Silva, Luke? Moore? Oh. He just goes Amazing. on and on. Amazing. Incredible. Um, what did Peter Drury shout when he scored? Um, that grand old man. <laughs> <laughs> he also shouted about Carl Palmer, a boy at City at Chelsea. Chelsea City's yeah. boy, Chelsea's man something or something. Like that, yeah. Very good. It's Don't good, but it also gives you a lot to think about. Yeah. When no, you're that's, watching. The, that's the point. Yeah, I suppose. And yeah. then you're off to the next thing. Yeah. Also, you know, um, commentators like that pre-prepare lines. Mm. I feel like that game allowed him to use everything he prepared. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's going to have to have a lot of um, creative thinking this week. Yeah, he's, like, he's used, used all it all. Of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank God it's the international break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did think with um, with Thiago Silva, there was there was a great bit at the beginning where they obviously focus on the, you know, before the game had even begun, they mm. focus on the key players involved, and they went from Haaland, yeah. like the, Haaland on screen, to Thiago Silva, yeah. and it's a little bit bit like you know in those monster disaster films where it's always like the old man who's like I've seen this before yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he comes in and like basically tells him how to defeat him that, yeah. it felt like that with Thiago Silva <laughs> yeah. oh man it was a glorious game of football there's no two ways about was, that I mean there was some amazing defending <clears throat> on display by which I mean shit yes uh, which ne- but we like that as you necessarily have to have that <clears throat> if you yeah. want to have a 4-all you know yeah glorious stuff and, and again with Chelsea you know you summed up quite well earlier on we think they're good but you know we just, just let, know. let's see how they get on in the next few games I like it. I like that Jim called them useful idiots <laughs> that's, that's good that'll do that is quite good isn't it <laughs> that'll do that'll do uh, we should say that Cole Palmer has been called up to the England squad um, which is uh, which is an interesting one there's been a few um, players that have, uh, well, have well, gone I think, I think injury I'd... Rico Lewis and Ezra Konza as well just to complete that well that's good it's good Konza gets a nod Rico mm. Lewis is a really exciting player the Cole Palmer thing is interesting because he's he clearly felt like and it looked like to me as a viewer as well like he was a bit like straining at the least to play yeah yeah and he would get a cameo here or he'd play a game here or there and a city I mean and yeah. he was never really getting and the numbers show that he didn't really get any fluency in what he was doing mm-hmm. his numbers as he's been at Chelsea are brilliant and well, he's found a home deck it's working out for him exactly which mm. well let's be honest we we thought just because it was Chelsea and their um, recent history of loading out everybody and young players and, and, and whatnot, we thought mm, m- maybe not. There will be people saying that he should be called up for England. Don't want to talk too much about this because we do have the international break coming. Um, but of course, Sterling's not in the England squad as well. You can't pick everybody. No, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Palmer said after the game that he doesn't particularly focus on his technique for penalties. I was like, oh, you, you don't shut up. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah. I feel Gareth being sick into his sleeve there. Yeah, I can, I can hear the Curb Your Enthusiasm music playing already. <laughs> don't say that. Yeah. Oh, dear. Well, gentlemen, uh, let us move on to another game in the Premier League. Wolverhampton Wanderers 2, Tottenham Hotspur 1. Bit more like it, Jim, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Bit more like it, yeah. Normal Sarabia's service will goal. be resumed. Yeah. Sarabia's goal. It's a beauty. Right? I oh. mean, to, to, con- uh, to control... 
Which did you prefer, the touch or the finish? It, well, I, I think the you touch... You can pick either one. Yeah, think, doesn't like, matter. How often do you volley a touch? Yeah. To tee up a volley? <laughs> I think that, incredible that stuff. That touch was, was just... Glor- it was like a little gazelle, the way you flicked it yeah. up. But yeah. like yeah. a karate gazelle. I'll tell you who it reminded me of, and you'll be into this. Marcelo Salas. Correct. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> love that. It was Absolutely glorious. Finally so a you... 90s reference we can yeah. get behind. Young, yeah. Younger yeah. listeners won't know that Marcelo Salas was a player who could fly. Yeah. So as he skipped, he would sort of hang around, and then the ball would just attach itself to his foot yeah. and now he scored another volley it was, it was, the only other, it, was, it was actually quite Zidane-esque the touch Zidane wouldn't be as regularly that far forward and playing with that kind of speed yeah. he was much more graceful obviously but it was it was an incredible guy I and mean, it was an amazing turnaround and I think this game was interesting because we talked about it on Friday saying that Spurs have got so many players out yeah. you wonder how they're going to deal with that you wonder how they're going to deal with the drop off because the depth of score isn't isn't great, mm. and then they score so early. Well, I mean, Brennan Johnson coming in. I know he's played a bit yeah. for them this season, but he's not a bad player. Yeah, Brennan Johnson and Kulusevski is a very, very but, good. But you're not worried about that. That's not, the, that's not the area of the pitch I'm talking about. No, mm. uh, the area of pitch I'm talking about is playing with um, Ben Davis and Eric Dyer as centre backs. When you like to play a really high line, mm. so it clearly facilitates some kind of adjustment in how you play. Um, and Hoiberg in midfield, even I mean, he's done okay in places. These are experienced players. They are, but about. they are. But you've got. No one's suggesting they're not. You know, Davis, Dyer, Hoiberg, all experienced international players. These are players. people with a trade. They are people we are trade. <laughs> but it's not about that. It's about the job that Postacoglu's asking them to do and slotting into the way that Spurs play, which is very dynamic. But both of those goals, were, it wasn't as if they were caught on a they high They did line. really well. That was, I mean, they were nearly there. Eventually, I'll get there. <clears throat> yeah. I was going to say, they actually did pretty well. Yeah. Like, it was unfortunate the way that they, they, they come on the end of a, of a difficult one. And, and Gary O'Neill's speech afterwards in the, in the dressing room, which went around the internet, um, was incredible. It's a great result for Wolves. They're clearly a very capable team. And even with the, all the attention Gary O'Neill's get, getting, they're still kind of going below the radar a wee bit. And I think Wolves did it without their best player as well, didn't they? Because I think Neto's out. Mm. Um, yeah. so, so, you know, it's, it's, it was just an interesting game all round, really. Well, it was. And Wolves, they're in 12 on 15 points um, after, you know, it was a bit of a shaky start and new manager coming in and whatnot. People were concerned about them in terms of, of relegation. I mean, that seems crazy now, even though, I mean, 15 points actually, they have, Luton are on sixth and they're in 18th. But it was, you know, these, we saw them beat Man City, of Vish and another great scalp against Tottenham Hotspur. Gary O'Neill said, it was the most proud I've been of a group I've coached I tried to make the team resemble me, but I was never good enough to produce a performance like that. (laughs) Which is very sweet, and I suppose one of the underrated characteristics of a manager is humility, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And self-awareness, and I quite rate him for that. He comes across really well, doesn't he, Gary O'Neill? I mean, that Sky... I I actually wondered if the Sky thing would be the bad thing, kind of that's when he falls over. Right. Just because... Almost almost like a Manager of the Month award. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, A bit of of Phil Brown, you know, centre circle mm. uh, or on the pitch, uh, half-time team talk. Maybe not. Well, you know, with the worst tan, we will love Phil Brown's tan, didn't we? But (laughs) I did did think that, you know, you said that Spurs did quite well up to to the point and were beaten by quality. You know, even Sarabia's pass through to Lamina was Mm -hmm. just a brilliant, bit of ingenuity there when yeah. maybe other players would have just chosen to cross it because that's the safer easier option um, certainly the more the higher percentage play but <clears throat> I think I think Spurs in part because of the personnel fell back into Conte I saw a lot of Conte era even Mourinho era Ooh. stuff there in terms of they were just a little bit too passive and I, I appreciate it's also it's because of the injuries and by the end like Son and Kulusevski looked shattered mm-hmm. because they had to have an outlet there and they just couldn't quite rouse themselves but yeah. I think they invited pressure onto themselves a bit I think um, that team two weeks ago 
gets a second, at least, you know, gets a second, pushes for a third. They only created one clear-cut opportunity in that the back end of that second half, and that was when Son kind of, like, stuttered going through and ended up having to pull a shot. I can't remember even yeah. remember where it went in the end, but it looked like he had a proper clean opening on goal and then he messed and, it up. And, and, and you look at, you talk about, you guys mentioned, I think fairly, the idea of Kulisewski and Son and Johnson all being good players mm. and, and Richarlison, if he was fit as well, you know, you got these kind of, you know, Richarlison was like 50 million quid or something. Mm-hmm. But you, you look at um, um, the players they have to rely on even going forward towards the end of a difficult, busy game away yeah. from home. They're bringing on Brian Hill and and um, Giovanni Lacelso, who are players who've, Really, it's been seen to be surplus to requirements and gone out on loan elsewhere. So it's still because they've had such an exciting start. It's easy to forget there's still a project to be done. There's yeah, Postecoglou still there very early on. It's very early days for him and stuff. So yeah, I, I think well, the, it, the, credit, it, the credit should go to Wolves though because they've actually been decent. And and you know I'm really pleased for Gary O'Neill as you guys all know. Yeah, definitely. And I mean it was yeah the, the, the winning goal loop for for seasoned Ramble listeners you'd call it a slip and a brush wouldn't you I would call it definitely a brush yeah. Mary Lamina brush <laughs> you learned that at Southampton did he <laughs> <laughs> that was Sir Abri- again wasn't it with the assist I think yeah, mm. yeah. Um, and yeah it was definitely, it's definitely a slip well, and a brush and, and what, that, assist. what yeah. that does for Wolves is suddenly Molyneux has an air of a place of oh we don't want to go there mm. Spurs have lost there Man City have lost there and so when teams go there they'll be aware, aware of that and Wolves fans there's a little bit of expectation there's suddenly a little bit of um uh, you know, I suppose goes with the expectation, but that atmosphere builds and so on. They're having a good time. I mean, the scenes were yeah. incredible there. So they're a side to be watched because they do produce some great, great moments and they've struggled for scoring goals. But when you score two late goals like that, the confidence yeah. it gives you. Well, they've got a really good balance, haven't they? And I think, as, as Luke alluded to earlier, they were perhaps unfairly and maybe prematurely lumped in with relegation <coughs> candidates. And I, th- I think that's because there's been sort of so much upheaval there recently that nobody even the fans, possibly even the players themselves, really knew what to expect from them, really knew what their level was. And it's mm. clearly a lot higher than we expected. And, it and, yeah. and uh, yeah, I just want a quick word for Huang Hee Chan as well. He yeah. scored a lot of goals. No one really talks about him. He's got six Premier League goals now, I think. Well, he's had some lovely moments this he's season. He really, really has. I mean, he scored as many goals as like Holly Watkins, who people talk about mm. all the time. And, and Isaac, well, I think... Sure. We'll get him Isaac, in for England then. Yeah, and Isaac. Yeah, well, there you go. Exactly, <laughs> well, yeah. Get them all in. <laughs> he can partner him in us, couldn't he? He could. I'm starting to worry if you don't know what the England... Thing well, is, people have pinched our players. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I just wanted to say also, um, it, it's a weird situation in retrospect that Bournemouth have got rid of O'Neill to mm. bring in Iriola, who I know they won at the weekend. Well, we'll talk about them we'll talk in about the second that. half. Um, but generally speaking, I mean, Gary O'Neill did nothing wrong at Bournemouth. No. I think he won five out of seven in the run-in mm. to rescue them and save them. Well, and now he's doing great at, at Wolves. So it's good, good for him. It's good to see, very much so. Well, they did lose to Sheffield United last time. Out, they did, yeah. So, of course, that was Spurs' second straight defeat. But we did see Ange Postacoglu pick up his third straight manager of the month award. There we go. Cleaning up. I thought you were going to say third straight book in there. <laughs> but no. Maybe. Um, although that result, as BBC Sport revealed on X, leaves... Manchester United as the most informed team in the league right now, having picked up more points over the last five games than any other team. We asked on, I think it was Friday, <laughs> that does the league table um, ever lie? Well, there's evidence that it does. <laughs> well, Vish, uh, this time last week, Vish wanted to fold the club. Yeah. 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 Also, the, the <laughs> Ten Hag has become like the quickest manager to 50, or like second quickest manager to 50 I victories ever. I think it is the quickest. Or I think like it is the quickest, quickest ever. So yeah. like two weeks ago, it was like their worst run since the Cretaceous period. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, it's confusing. It's, we, it's we, we, proper, don't have, we don't have time to answer. It's a isn't proper escapating set of results, isn't yeah. it? Over the last it's a head scratcher, mate. Yeah, it is it, a head scratcher. It, it, it is a head scratcher. Um, everybody, um, before we go for a break, remember to join myself, Pete, Jim, and Luke for this Wednesday's football ramble. Plus, 
an England special with Luke and I out on Thursday where we'll be discussing who should start for England at the Euros in the summer in Germany. Oh, have you, yeah, that was you doing that, is it? I, didn't remember, I don't remember signing off on that. Really? I look forward to it, though. Good. I'll get researching now. Lovely. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. for me from that angle you're sending spaceships out to the outer colonies of the universe if such things exist and yet how long does it take to get two lines drawn on a football pitch Welcome back to the Football Ramble, everybody. Jonathan Pearce, they're yeah. not on Robot Wars, but that was actually Just him commentating yeah. on football. I'm, I'm no expert in sort of, you know, <clears throat> space travel, but I've also never been a commentator on something like Robot Wars, so I feel he should know more about me than <laughs> I do, and yet I'm confident that he doesn't, no. based on that. Do, he, is he one of those people who thinks all smart people are just, like, homogenous and work on... Everything complicated. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, so a scientist would have to draw the lines on Mars. This is all red herring. Be the same people. This is all red herring stuff. I, based on that, I want to know what he knows because <laughs> apparently these colonies, spaceships to outer colonies of the universe. Well, and the caveat at the end was oh, I've let it slip. If they exist, yeah, if they exist, <laughs> is that about anything? Yeah. yeah, he's been reading someone's newsletter, hasn't he? Yeah, I, 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 it's <laughs> I, know, I know you. We should say thanks to Dean for choosing today's clip. You can choose the break jingle for next Monday's show. Of course, hit the link in the show notes to. Sign up for the Football Ramble Patreon and become a friend of the Ramble. Now we go to the South Coast to my favourite bit. Well, I thought you meant Matt. This is newsletter again. Oh, no. <laughs> Bournemouth 2, Newcastle United 0. Bournemouth out of the relegation zone with that win, Vitushin. It was a big win. Solanke got both goals. Yes, yeah. Dominique Solanke. My, the hairdresser used to be called Solanke. He probably still is. Um, oh. You're Jonathan Pearce in the studio. <laughs> 
point. If such things exist. Yeah. Um, I think we all saw this result coming for Newcastle, but not necessarily. I, I didn't necessarily see it this early. Why didn't and anybody have it in the ACA? And it's <laughs> fair because I wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pick Newcastle. Because they weren't playing Sheffield United at home. So we picked them. <laughs> yeah, I don't reckon we maybe saw it as um, as soon as this, and certainly not against a side who've started so poorly and struggled for goals and injuries I suppose have exacerbated the situation for Newcastle but mm. it was they looked devoid of their usual energy they looked like mm. um, they were unable to stop Bournemouth playing against them which hasn't been, hasn't been an issue before because they've at least physically been able to impose themselves mm. and yeah it was a bit of um, I wouldn't say it was a worrying result for Newcastle despite what a couple of fans might have shouted. <laughs> um, Kim yeah. Trubby said they were having a chat yeah they yeah they were um, just having a chat and a laugh yeah mm. I mean, look, emotions run high. We understand that. And Trippy was basically saying, look, we're depleted with injuries. We are trying. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. I, I think that is fair enough. But you understand the fans' frustration. They've travelled a long way, blah, blah, I blah. Thought, I thought it was quite a good exchange, all told. I thought everything came out of it quite I well. Just, yeah, I, just, I, yeah I, I agree. And I just think, I don't want to jump on uh, jump on fans because they get put under enough um, pressure and, and get treated badly as it is. But I just kind of feel like... You think they, you should, know, they need to pay more, though, don't you? Yeah, I think, they first could of cough all, up a bit you've more. had an absolute bargain. Yeah. <laughs> No, what I think is, what I think is, whether it's popular or not, if you want to go to a game to watch your team play, you need to entertain the idea they might not win. Yeah. And if they don't win, that's how it goes. But I think there was there was frustration because there seemed to be a lack of effort. But They've I think got it's twelve players but, out. But yeah. clearly, it's lack of energy, isn't it? Twelve I mean, players uh, out uh, and they're never getting a Champions League. Well, well, this is it, and I think Jim that we are seeing now with Newcastle that you know they played some high octane stuff as as, as Vish was saying. You know, it could be quite physical. You know, with all those injuries, it's going to take a toll. It is, Even absolutely. at this stage in the season. Yeah, I mean, Spurs are in a similar situation, aren't they? I don't know if it's quite as many players, but we've seen a lot of teams now having Spurs a Spurs aren't huge, going to Dortmund. They're not going to Milan. Huge injuries, though. Um, and yeah. it is, um, it's kind of concerning. I, I, maybe it's recency bias, but it feels like the, it feels like there are more clubs with bigger crises than there normally are. It's probably a knock-on effect of all the sort of squeezed COVID seasons and the, and the World Cup. Um, but it's, it's a shame because we're not seeing the best players on the pitch regularly. But yeah, I think, as you say, Vish, there was a sense this was coming, especially because they are stretched so thin and you know that in a situation like that you're probably going to pick up more injuries because players are overcompensating I mean they started with, um, with Lewis, Lewis, Miley. Lewis Miley 17 yeah. years old really really highly rated by all accounts but like a 17 year old starting in, a, in the centre of midfield in an, in an away game their like youngest that, like, ever starter in the, in the Premier League Jim Newcastle's youngest ever one that shows you absolutely incredible mm. like the, the bare bones that they're down to but I mean Bournemouth were, were good for it and I'm really delighted for Dominic Solanke mm. because he's a player who looked like he might be like firmly entrenched in the Huckabee zone, as we used to call it, for the, <laughs> the players that were great in the championship and couldn't quite do it in the Premier League. But I think he's got six goals this season, which is more than he had last season already. He's the always, same. He's equaled his talent. Right, he's equaled it. He's, he yeah. always felt like somebody who who just had a little bit missing, and if he could get to that extra le- level, he would unlock more. And I think we're seeing that now from him, and that's great. Yeah, well, Iriola, the, the manager, said of him, even if he doesn't score, he gives us a lot of things. It's a pleasure to have him up front. That's think, nice. Yeah, and I think if you look at the moves he made right at the start of his career, it clearly wasn't a lad lock, lacking A, confidence, but B, hype. Mm. Like, people took a chance on mm. him and it didn't just, you know, just didn't work out. And it feels like he's understanding what kind of player A, he wants to be and what he needs to be. And I think they're becoming more and more aligned with, with each game, really. Mm. The other thing I should say about the, um, you know, Newcastle situation and even like linking it back to the trippier stuff 
as my brother and Newcastle fan stated, they've come a long way since John Carver tried to fight the fans <laughs> after losing 4-0 to Southampton in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got, he's got a point, isn't he? Have come he's a long way? Not for us, though. I mean, to be fair, that was, that was 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. You know. I mean, it's still a long way. Well, yeah, I mean, Ferguson was still in charge 10 years ago, Man United. That was around the time I saw John Carver cycling on the Thames with a, on a bike with two shopping bags on each handlebar. Yeah, why didn't you fight him? I, uh, frightening. His yeah. calves are massive. Yeah. Well, hence his name. It's the biggest calves I've seen. He's in the top. <laughs> biggest top three calves I've seen. Jack Grealish, mm. John Hartson. You've never seen John Hartson's calves I in have. a Toby Carvery. Not in a Toby Carvery. Which is where they really come alive. <laughs> Toby Carf- Carvery. <laughs> you, you, um, you can see them twitching in anticipation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's where they get replenished. One of them popped up and had a go at one of the sandwiches. <laughs> this is my gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, they have come along where there's, there's no two ways about that yeah. um, but it is pleasing for Dominic Solanke um, they are quite reliant on his goals Bournemouth believe me I know what it's like to support a team who relied on a, on a particular man's goals I think he's got 55% of their goals this season which is the most share of any um, player any club in the league um, but he's but he is scoring and it's good because one can forget you know I think he would he, did he start out in his professional career at Chelsea and he played for Liverpool so he's done the rounds went to Liverpool saying. in a tribunal didn't he mm. and it didn't work out for him right and then um, Bournemouth did play a good amount of money for him it was around twenty million pounds yeah, they did mm. and but they made a few signings didn't they Bournemouth you thought okay maybe that um, might work out or, or it's 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 a bit of a gamble those kind of players who maybe got an England cap here and there played for some of the bigger sides fallen out of favour but to see him scoring you know it is good it is yeah. good it's also good to see them bounce back from getting absolutely dicked on by City as well isn't it because um, <laughs> a, a dick in a way to City though is kind of like yeah but you've, you've still got to pick yourselves up from you it do. we're starting to see Areola kind of like you know implant his ideas onto Bournemouth now and yeah. you know I think there was a I've, it feels like he and Gary O'Neill are potentially just going to be wrapped up in in people's minds together because mm. of what happened with O'Neill. And um, it would be great for Iriola to just banish that and not be defined by who he's not. Very and I think much that's so. starting to happen. Eddie Howe still can't beat Bournemouth. No, I'd love. Okay. I'd love. Beat PSG. Yeah, exactly. Hey. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> pretty easily. Yeah. <laughs> and I also, I just really like. I don't think it's mentioned enough. Actually, I, I just really like that Justin Clivert's playing for Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. It's like a that name is football royalty. Does something to me. Mm. It's yeah. great. It's great to see. It is great to see. I mean, Newcastle down on injuries and so on. Perhaps they shouldn't have sold some of their their players. You know, and and one brings in John Joe Shelby to the chat because he's hitting them from the halfway line. Yeah. And they're going in now, Fish. Uh, Did you see this? He's been hitting them from the halfway line for some time. Do you know time. where he's playing? He yeah. still is playing. Yeah, I know all well, that because you, you wouldn't stop talking about it on the weekend. Tell the listeners where he's playing. He's playing in Turkey. Yeah. For yeah. who? Kakyar Rizespor. Thank you. But him and Charlie Adam have been hitting the ball from the halfway line to try and score every single game they've played for about yeah, 10 years. That's right. I think he must be on loan from Forest. He is, yeah. 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 Uh, it's kind of a wild move for him to yeah. be doing that. I love I d- it. I absolutely love it. There's an element of it. Is it I, don't want this, I don't want this to say, no, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Enough. For him to get back in the Prem and re-establish himself as a Premier League player. And then what? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> you do the first thing. Hollywood? Yeah. <laughs> So and I, I want to be respectful to, to Keiko Rizespor, but there's an element to this. Why where, they don't play on a tiny pitch? No, but no, 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 <laughs> yeah, it, but they do play five a side. <laughs> no, what I was going to say was the glamour of the Premier League is uh, such that yeah. even John Joe Shelby just had to say to a club like them. Prem? Yeah. <laughs> we'll have you. We'll have you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've well, not had an engine since 2018, <laughs> but I can still come and do this. The thing is, it's a glorious goal. What can you do? I can get the ball really far. Well, it was it was better than Kane's goal, which was a great one for Bayern in the halfway line. Was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I think it probably, as a standalone goal, it's Stand- further away. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. 
It's a decent hit. It's a really decent Although, hit. Although, of of that type, we've been treated quite a bit. Um, DeMarco for Inter. Yeah. That was ridiculous. <sighs> That's a whole different level. That is different. The keeper gravy. wasn't even that far out. And he yeah. had men on him as well. Yeah. Yeah. well and he, it, there was hardly any backlift. It, it, it was like he just just sort of glanced it from, I don't know, what, 55 yards yeah, out? Whatever. Yeah. I don't, I, maybe not 55, whatever Do you remember, it was. Wide as well. Yeah, from yeah. the left wing. Do you remember Florenzi hit one from yes, the similar the right back position? Yeah, yeah I do yeah, remember that. Goal that was as well. Oh. Maybe the air's thinner in Italy. Mm. Yeah, so they should be doing that all the time. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, quite frankly. Um, gentlemen, a great win for Everton away at Crystal Palace. Everton now have four wins in their last six league They've just games. fucking smashed into Roy's barn, <laughs> stolen all three points and yeah. left again. Up to, up to two points now in the worst case yeah. scenario. It is, Roy's uh, just there coughing up a pellet. Yeah. <laughs> he's had a bad week. Yeah. Uh, he's had to apologise to three 20-year-olds. How often do you... <laughs> How often do 70-year-old year old men have to do that? Mm. Why do they have it's to do that, It's a rare occurrence. Um, because he said they were shit when he brought them on, didn't he? <laughs> well, not quite those words, but yes. That was it, it also wasn't not those words, yeah. though. It was in, against, in sentiment. It was against least. Spurs, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he did sort of say, look, I'm sorry about that, lads. Would you, you like a mouse? <laughs> do you know, do you know? Field mouse, little little field mouse. mouse. That little chocolate mouse. I've yeah. got you something. He's got, it, he's got it trick-or-treating. I've been sweeping think, around. I've respect, got you something. Yeah. Respect, that costume's amazing. Respectfully, I don't <laughs> think he should be giving out chocolate mice to kids. Um, what I was going to say was, I'm living in... The spirit of Halloween. Li- <laughs> chocolate mice. Among other chocolate treats. I, I'm living, I live for the moment. You know, you always sometimes... We had the Anfield cat. We have dogs, dogs in the pitch. Anfield Raph as well. It'd be an amazing <laughs> shot if Roy was still on the touchline. A little mouse just ran past. Well, and he went for it. No, and we get, and we get a gif of it. Or something. Oh, I see what you mm. mean. Yeah, I'm only in it for the gifs. Yeah, that's for the true. gifs. Or if it ran, if it ran behind him, then we can turn his head all the way around. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, it would be good. Yeah. Um, but they they lost. Sorry, anyone game. watch this game? I don't know. <laughs> it's interestingly, though, uh, last week the 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 CIES. Um, who are um, a tag team, I think. No, the uh, the Football uh, football Observatory uh, found that Everton are the sixth most direct team in world football. Mm-hmm. But it seems to be working. Surprisingly, a Portuguese side, SC uh, Forense, are top, um, which, is, which is interesting. Lutner in there, third. Mm. Um, but Everton are sixth, just ahead of Kilmarnock. How do, I mean, it's an amazing thing that they can, they're able to judge it because they say in world football, it's the International yeah. Centre for Sports Studies. I think it's yeah. based in France. I, I will very much take their word for it. Yeah, but they say in, in the world, yeah. the sixth most direct team in the world. Yeah, we should we should say that Banfield, the, the, the non-European side, they're in there as well. Newcastle for Champions League participants, I think, are, are the highest. Actually. Yeah, we all seen what Nick Pope gets up to. Oh, big time! Yeah, yeah, yeah none they'd, of it comes off. They'd be even more direct if the ball didn't go in the crowd every five minutes, <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. doesn't technically count. Let's talk about some of the goals. Let's talk about some of the performances and Sean Dyche. Yes, he's done. He's doing really well. Uh, he's talked a lot, hasn't he, about having to kind of change everything that happens. And I think... I Culture kind of, and mentality. Yeah, and I get the idea that like Sean Dyche is the kind of guy who he does want to be the leader of all he surveys in his yeah. kind of football department. And you can kind of see why that would work at a club at Everton, which is basically like a massive bin fire and has been for ages. Well, they just need somebody to come in. They're like, please, if you can... <laughs> anyone, you know, yeah, anyone. Yeah. Um, but what Roy said, which was interesting, was that he said he described the two Everton goals at the start of each half as two cold showers. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was good. That was nice. That wasn't is it? great. Well, he, he did well to come back. He was he was particularly annoyed actually, or or actually he said it was sad and frustrating that they didn't go on and uh, at least get a point, uh, and they lost, uh, of course, to a fairly late goal from uh, Idrissa Gay. Yeah. Can I say I think Ezra was innocent when he was booked for diving? I think it was a penalty. Hodgson said this. Yeah. Hodgson, he said he doesn't simulate. The, the mm. worst diver of the weekend was Jeremy Docky, by the way. Yeah. yeah, that was a terrible one. Carragher was saying, "Oh, there's nothing in that." It was a blatant dive, yeah. blatant. Well, Carragher's Man City bias, mate. It's true. Well, yeah. <laughs> Let's start that. But as but as there was definitely contact. I think there's an element. I'm pretty sure. Correct me if I'm wrong here. That dive 
that was attributed to being a dive and yeah. he got booked for came after he'd already been yeah. fouled for a penalty. And yeah. I wonder if it was a sense like, oh, come on, you can't have yeah. two. That's mad. Yeah, I mean, look, it was. It's a it's a brilliant win for Everton. And again, we spoke about Wolves. People were very worried about Everton. Um, before the start of the season and as the season started. And basically, up until a fair few weeks ago, people were thinking, blimey, you know, what, what is going on here? But now they've 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 put a bit of acceleration on. They're, they're up in 14th, which is the point behind Palace and Wolves. And you'd be surprised, Vish, if they were in a relegation scrap, maybe, on this kind of form. Yeah, I, I suppose it does help that they've got, um, you know, a bit of breathing space between the bottom three. But, I mean, if you look at it, what they're doing now, I feel like they're conceding more goals, but they're also scoring more goals. Yes. Yeah. So they got 30, 34 all of last season. They're currently 14 from 12. Third time this season they've scored three goals as well. It feels like uh, Dwight McNeil and and Harrison on the, out wide. Two wingers who, who are both direct, but do it in very different ways. Like McNeil's, McNeil's very much a kind of come back into the inside. Harrison's always going for the goal line. I think that's, you know, that that's part of it. They they seem that little less predict- predictable. And yeah. someone like Decore, who we always know is, you know, we always kind of want him to see, to be in the final third a bit more. Mm-hmm. Little things like, you know, some of his late runs. The fact that he had a hand in all three goals, obviously scored one. Yes. Set yeah. up Gay with that pass from the end. And even what Gay did when he, um, when he came on, I feel like Everton have been devoid of those kind of runners. Just like, just... Was that positive? Just take a chance. Yeah, yeah. right. Just run, yeah. just run into the box. And the fact that he was found with Decore's left foot as well shows that everyone's playing with a bit more confidence now. And it feels like there's a on the field anyway, there's a very different vibe of the club. Yeah. Their ambition needs to be to be to move from that in trouble every season into that kind of safe zone. Mid table. Yeah, between those top seven or eight and then the bottom five. I mean, they have been there. It wasn't yeah. that long ago, of course. No. But you're right, but to get back up there and yeah. I mean it's pleasing as well, Jim, for them that you know we mentioned Dominic Calvert Lewin a lot, understandably so. He mm. did play in this game, but he didn't score. But they scored three and it was good to see other people score from them. Yeah, absolutely, because we know that they can't necessarily rely on him through no real fault of his own because he, mm. he just picks up a lot of injuries. But I, I wonder if actually we're seeing a lot of togetherness from Everton at the moment. They look really compact, really difficult to play against. Um and I wonder if part of it is the galvanising um, motivation of them having this potential points deduction hanging over them. Now, obviously, it probably won't happen, but from within the club, they have to sort of prepare for that, right? So they are just scrapping and fighting and just making sure that they pick up every single point they can. I can't, I can't think of anything else that would focus you more than that. And yeah. Maybe it's actually weirdly having a positive effect. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, before we move on, we should mention uh, Eberechi Eze. Has oh. signed a new contract last week, um, which will keep him at Palace until 2027. Important to keep him down because yeah. a delightful player. Yeah, Great player to watch. Just nice to see him gliding again, isn't mm. it? Yeah, mm. brilliant. Yeah, it's a sh- it's, he's unlucky to not get um, called up in place of James Madison for England, I think. But obviously, there's a lot, a lot of brilliant players also staking a claim. Indeed, Jim, and it's good to point that out. But uh, as a Hodgson felt that it maybe it was his injury um, that he only played. I think he came on in the last game, and and he felt that. Otherwise, Southgate may well have um, picked him up. But he's one of those players on the fringe. He has. He's one of those players on the fringe, and there's a lot of them. Similar types of players, you know. An embarrassment of riches, you could say, in 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 that area. Can't wait for him to get knocked out in the quarterfinal next year. We're we're going to enjoy it up until then. Yeah, Um, gentlemen. West Ham three, Nottingham Forest two. What a game! Good game. Um, West Ham is so much fun. Bad news for those of us who predicted the opposite result, though. Me particularly, yeah, or just me. I'm thinking you, right? Mostly yeah. you in this okay, room. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying you got to take, take the rough with the smooth. You know? and, uh, indeed, I do. I mean, I work with you. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> take the rough with the smooth. <laughs> I can't remember. Okay, sometimes it is both. Yeah. But yeah, West Ham got their first win in five league matches after that late winner. They stopped the rot, Luke Moore. They have, and I thought um, 
Jared Bowen is going from strength to strength. I mean, he's scoring every type of goal now. Yeah. Mm. He's scored a header. I know. Which is crazy. And obviously, his versatility means he can play through the middle like he did against Forest. He can play off the right in very effective, very effective manner. Um, James Royal Prowse is, is playing really well as well. I can't understand. Yeah, this is me saying this, but I can't understand why he's not getting a little look because um, of his improved form. I think mm-hmm. there's a kind of symbolic importance to saying to a player like Royal Prowse, you know, who's been on the fringe of the England squad. Well, he's been in the England squad. And has, and has played as, as well, that, you know, he should be acknowledged that he's doing so well. Mm-hmm. David Moyes said the same thing. David Moyes said that he's just brilliant. Um, and, and we should be scoring more goals with someone like him in the team. Yeah. And what it does for a team like West Ham, who are never going to be say a top four side in the current climate. Mm-hmm. But if you can if you can really nail down those set piece goals, like basically like they did against Forest. So valuable. It's it's massive. It's yeah, absolutely it's massive. Because you're game. never out of the game, basically. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it was it was it was a great um it was a great turnaround for them. And Forest's um record in the Premier League away from home is actually very, very poor. Um and but they having said that, they would have been um disappointed not to get something because after Pakatar's early goal who by the way he, I mean respectfully is far better than West Ham it's ridiculous how good he is but the, I, mean, I think, I don't, though, think I don't think it's going to be long before we're saying this about Mohamed Kudus as well so they're obviously he was doing something well. really really yeah. right to yeah. get those yeah. players in but I think more people knew about well, maybe, maybe they did Pakatar had a massive reputation yeah, he's been playing for Brazil Leon, yeah. for a few well, years yeah. City were in for him at the start of the summer so. that's true no, no, that's what I'm saying so he is summer, obviously yeah. better than West Ham that's not, I don't mean that in a rude way but Pakatar scored early West, uh, Forest worked really hard to battle back and go ahead mm. and they they hardly ever win away in the Premier League and then they didn't get anything out of the game whatsoever particularly gutting given the nature of Pakatar's goal as well which came with <laughs> a, a pass deflecting off a Forest player yeah, yeah. So they, they don't, could do nothing about it really they don't often win um, away from home but they're very entertaining Forest though they are yeah. they score very goals likeable. and, and you, surely something's got to give soon enough I mean, yeah, like, but they're you know their home form's very good. They seem to enjoy playing at home. They've made it into you know a, a place where they seem totally one with the crowd. And I, I don't think this is, it's going to be a defining characteristic of their season because they'll naturally pick up results all the way through. But I, I think Aronie and, and Elanga in particular on the break and what they give the team. Well, Gibbs White, yeah, who kind of pulls as well. The strings. It, I think it's just sometimes at the back. I, th- I think they messed up yesterday. You, you could see it in play that when they were when they were set up. And West Ham had the ball. West Ham couldn't do anything. Mm. West Ham are really bad at playing through teams when they're settled. They're great at hitting teams on the break because they've yep. got wonderful players like that. But they really struggle to break down teams, in part because Alvarez and Tuchek are two quite unimaginative midfielders. And that's fine because that's how they play. Um, but I thought there were quite a few times where they they missed opportunities. And when Alanga gets that goal, very early, I thought, for a shirt-off celebration, by the way. <laughs> Sports 63 bra minutes. Too, Sports, bra off as well. Sports bra coming off as well was X-rated stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's he doing? On a Sunday. Should that not be two yellows? I don't yeah. know what the rules are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two minutes later, Bowen scores as well. Yeah, well, exactly, yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. It was Probably quite... not got his bra one back again. It's oh, awkward, I know. isn't it? It's very awkward, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, Forest, they have won two away games since they returned to the Premier League, just to back right. up. Right, only two said. in total. Yeah. And, and uh, what's interesting, and Jim touched on it with the, with the kind of hapless nature of Pakatar's goal, we are seeing a, a notable increase in goals per game in the Premier League this season. It yeah. normally hovers between around 2.6, 2.8 a game. It's way up over three at the moment. Yeah. And it may well be, I might be reading too much into this, but it might well be just that every team is insisting on playing quite high-risk stuff from the back mm. 
more often than they don't. It seems to me. I know you've talked about directness of teams and maybe, you know, perhaps Luton aren't going to do that against Man City away. But they do do it a bit. Like mm. Every team does it a bit now. You know, wherever you go, you, you go and watch Saturday football and they're playing and knocking it about. And it does mean this high-risk thing seems to garner more goals. And we're certainly seeing that in the Premier League this season. I mean, the amount of goals this weekend was, was massive. It was, yeah. Uh, even Raul Jimenez got one. Hey, now you know they're dishing them out like, like they're going out of fashion. <laughs> Floodgates. But there was, there was, it was in, 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 on Sunday, I mean, on Sunday there were five games on Sunday this weekend, but 3-0, 3-1, 1-0, 3-2 and 4-4. Mm. I mean, it's, it's delicious yeah. stuff. Only three teams not scoring. Well, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Three clean sheets. Liverpool at home, Manchester United at home to Luton and then the surprise one, Bournemouth keeping Newcastle out. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's, it's fair. You just cannot take your eyes off this league as Richard Keyes once said after a barn burner at the Emirates between Manchester United and Arsenal not bad this league yeah. is it? I saw, I, the only person <laughs> fuming about it is Jonathan, is Jonathan Wilson who famously hates goals Yeah, I think he's coming round to it now surely who I who I actually bumped into on the River Thames the other day you're joking no I was riding my bike home and he was you were doing a, a John Carver made it sound like you were like in a canoe I almost no 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 we were on the towpath I almost did literally ride into him and then he didn't know who I was because he didn't have his uh, contact lenses in yeah he told me he'd forgotten you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He said I had to work, I had to go to a retreat up at a mountain, but I managed to get him out of my mind. And I got um, a copy of one copy of each of his books, and I threw them all in the river. <laughs> he said, "But did you buy them though?" <laughs> That's, what, I That's all you. I'm worried about. That's what I think about you, Wilson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of West Ham, though, um, we were talking about the Tifo West Ham were greeted with at Olympiacos a couple of weeks ago in in Europe. Oh yeah, it was a good one. It was a good one. Yeah. Well, how about this one? Um, FC Zurich fans had a nightmare at the weekend. Instead of spelling, come on. I love it when they put it in English, by the way. It's very, yeah. very nice mm. of them so we can get involved. Uh, but instead <laughs> of um, spelling come on um, in Among It, uh, they spelt cone om. <laughs> yeah. But as we, if we, as we have established, Swiss fans are so, so sort of loud and passionate. Yeah. They probably just went with it. Cone om! Cone om! <laughs> and it wasn't even like, you know that when you have people who stand up and hold a, a piece of paper so you can rearrange it? Yeah. That was properly designed and executed like that. Yeah. It was, it was fantastic to see. Yeah. I mean, the best one recent, of recent um, times with, with respect to Vish was um, the Copenhagen one. Yes. Theatre of Nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> they put up, didn't they? That was the good. Copenhagen, yeah. Yeah. Theatre of Screams works better. And then Garnacho shushed them. Yeah. yeah. Didn't they? That'll learn them. Teach you a lesson. Be quiet now because you're going to have a bloody good cheer for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep your powder dry. Yeah, exactly. You're going to score four. Don't waste it on this <laughs> nonsense. I love it if that, uh, just because of the way flags are designed, I love it if they um, printed out with cone arm and they still had the red squiggly line under it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be nice. That would be very yeah. nice, everybody. Well, thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble today, part of the ACAST Creator Network. Myself, Luke, Jim and Pete are back on Wednesday. Uh, do follow us on X, TikTok, Instagram and YouTube at Football Ramble. And don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Come on, it makes sense. <laughs> nice it, come on. That's come what, on. That's what like football do to you. Doing their hair. Come on. It's cone on, isn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah, what am I saying? Come on, doesn't make any sense. Ice cream, mate. Cone. Yeah. Om. I've just pronounced come on as come on. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> nice it. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag nice it. It's time to go. Thank you, Luke Moore. Thanks. Thank you, Vish. Cheers. Thank you, Jim. See ya. Come on, my man. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.